we're going to get to the game in a second. How are you, by the way? You okay today? Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Good. Um, this story out of Cincinnati, which is crazy. Bengals source telling the uh, Cincinnati Inquirer they believe the Patriots were stealing signs from the Bengals' sideline during this last week's game in, uh, in Cleveland. Do you have a comment? Yeah, I heard about this, and, um, you know, evidently this is uh, our production people on the TV show that were there. Um, and we I have absolutely nothing to do. We have absolutely nothing to do with anything that they produce, direct, or, or shoot, or anything. I've never even seen any of their tapes or anything else. So this is something that we 100% have zero involvement with. This is something that you'd have to talk to the, the production people about or what they were doing or whatever it was. So was this your advance? We've never seen anything that they've shot other than what's going to be on TV. Was this your advanced scout? Because the way it was first described, your advanced scout and somebody was filming your advanced scout. We've seen, we've heard that. Story. I guess there's some kind of thing that they they do with different departments, and they have you know trainers and equipment people and scouts and so forth. And again, I look, I have no idea, so you'd have to talk to them about right, exactly an- what the project was. But from a football standpoint, we have absolutely nothing to do with. Uh, the production people and what they do for the TV show and everything else. Uh, and I tape a TV show with them, but that's that's there's no involvement whatsoever with them. I've never seen a tape or anything that they've shot anywhere in any capacity. Albert Breer reporting the NFL official took the Pats video guy's SD card away from the camera. Are you aware of that? Or Yeah, I think that the, from what I understand that we've given them everything, that, uh, whatever they were doing there for the TV show, whatever it was, that, that – They've given them everything. Again, I have no, I have no idea what really this is about, or, or you know, what what the any specifics on it. All I know is what I've been told, and yeah, I'm sure that they gave them everything that they wanted. Is is that an area where it is legal to film? No, no, press box? no, absolutely. Or not. You can't do it from up there. No, a scout can't film um, the opponents as an advanced scout and. Uh, our video people are not even allowed to point the camera at our opponents in pregame warm-up or their their side of the field or anything else uh, to test out their equipment. So um, they 100% know all of our scouts, all of our uh, video people and everything. They absolutely know, that, yeah. know what, what that is. And, and uh, again, I have nothing to do with, you know, the TV production shows and stuff like that. I I have no idea what they do or what their projects are or anything else. Well, it seems like it may just be one big giant misunderstanding based on, you know, craft productions and the guys over there shooting a show called Do Your Job, and one of them was the scouts. That's what it seems like, um, at least as far as what we can tell. Yeah, I'm, I have no idea. Again, I don't have anything to do with TV productions or anything else. I have enough other stuff to do. And so what did or didn't happen, what they were involved or weren't involved with, and so forth, I have no idea whatsoever. So let me make this, uh, try to let you make it uh, clear. Your advanced scout was there at the game, but he was not videotaping on the field or coaches' signs from across the field. Yeah, no, absolutely not. No, no. as I understand it, they were videotaping him, trying to show you know, kind of what an advanced scout does or something like that. I, I don't know. You'll have to wait and see the show, I guess, and see how it's presented. I don't know. You must love this new uh, media world and the way it operates huh, with content and all this other stuff that's done. But it's amazing that this would all pop up today uh, out of nowhere. 
Well, I mean, it's not out of nowhere if it happened yesterday or whenever it happened. I don't know. Yeah, I mean. Well, the fact that they're, you're, you're telling us that, and we're also hearing that from other people who claim exactly what you just said, that it was for another TV show, and yet it's being presented. We've been watching it all afternoon on ESPN and elsewhere that, you know, this was videotaping the signals on the sideline. I mean, we're going back 10 years, Bill. It's all over again. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. That's, um, again, from a football standpoint, we absolutely know what the rules are, and we are 100% in, in compliance, to the best of my knowledge, of every single rule um, that we're responsible for. And what another part of the organization does or doesn't do as part of their, whether it's game presentation or um, – TV shows or stuff like that. I mean, I have no idea what that is. Well, I was just thinking because I know when all this thing went down, it was an understanding of where you can and cannot videotape the sidelines. You can't do it from the from the sideline or from the field level. But you always can't do it. Areas you no. can do it from in the stadium. You can't. No. Nowhere. No. Nowhere. Oh. No. I thought it was, no, we were all wrong. I thought, yeah, <laughs> I thought it was in a covered area upstairs in a covered area. You could do it if there was an overhang or a covered area. Wasn't there no the advanced that? scouts is in a press box. Right. Yeah. There's no camera for an event. He can use binoculars and take notes and, you know, all that. But, no, he can't the video film. record the plays or anything else that's going on. Absolutely not. So the only film is just the, the all 22, the films that, that you guys, I guess, would just use for any other. I mean, you can use TV copy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can use TV copy. Sure. Okay. Uh, so let's get to the game. You've watched the game again today. Um, feel any differently than you did last night? No, not really. No. You know, I felt that, um, I guess, uh, for me, um, I guess what I've kind of read from you and maybe Tom, even this morning and, last, and yesterday, was just um, the, the understanding or the, uh, the realization just how resilient this team is. It seemed like they had every opportunity – to give up, and maybe it's just a moral victory, but I thought that still looked like a team that refuses to give up and is still willing to get better and understands that they can get better. Because with everything that went wrong in that game, you still had an opportunity to win. And it wasn't because of luck. It was because, if you just, I, in my opinion, you know that they kept fighting. Yeah, I think I said after the game, I thought our, our players uh, competed hard for 60 minutes. And look, we've got two touchdowns basically, you know, call back and uh, whatever we think of those calls but I mean those are things you just gotta you know we just gotta play through and really we're focused on what we can do better and not what somebody else did or didn't do we can't control that but certainly there were things that were factors in the game that you know could have gone gone differently uh, would have helped us if they had gone differently but they didn't so again we can't do anything about those so let's have to focus on what we can do going forward that's what we're going to do. So I know you make constant adjustments throughout the game, uh, especially defensively, but it seemed like that second half you guys really bottled them up. Was it just execution? Was it something you showed them differently? Or what was it that made your defense look so so great in that second half? Yeah, well, I think our players, uh, I think our players played, played well. They played competitively, like we said. Uh, you know, Kansas City has a, you know, has a lot of great offensive players, and, and Andy's a, you know, he's, he does a great job. He makes it tough on defenses, but... I thought our players really competed well, and you know we we made enough plays to you know keep them from scoring too many points. Um, certainly, some plays we could have played better or coached better, uh, but they're they're tough to stop. They're they're a good football team, good offensive football team, good defensive team. 
Tom Brady and uh, your offense has always been terrific over the years, working off of the blitz. Brady beats it with that quick pass. He, there are a lot of things you've been able to do. You're seeing more and more teams do it. Spagnola yesterday, especially on third down situation, really blitzing at you and a lot of pressure coming right up the middle. Is there a way that you can release some of that right now, or is that short game just kind of taken away from you, especially with the way that they're all over Edelman? Yeah, well, no, we hit some and we didn't hit some. We had some opportunities to hit some other ones. And uh, so, yeah, we're just going to have to find a way to deal with it. You know, we've always dealt with it. It's always not like we've never been pressured before. But, you know, we've seen man, we've seen zone, we've seen blitz zone, we've seen blitz man, we've seen max blitz. So, well, you know, we have to be able, deal with, be able to deal with all of it. So the past two weeks you guys have had uh, fast starts um, on both sides of the ball. But there seems to be a dip where – you kind of kind of lose it. Is there anything that stands out to you as far as why or what's holding you guys back as far as sustaining those fast starts? Because it's a fast start, then it's a no. I think we just you know just have to be a little more consistent and you know, continue to try to find ways schematically from a coaching standpoint to put our players in the best position that we can. And I know our players will work hard to execute and play fundamentally as well as they can. So, and that's what our opponents are doing. So, I mean, it's just it's pro football. All right, I know you're probably not going to say an awful lot about the officiating, and we've talked a lot about it during the course of the day, but there are a couple questions I have about the officiating. One, on the fumble that was knocked out before Kelsey hit the ground, didn't they change the rule a few years ago, Bill? Wasn't it like a Denver-San Diego game, and it was a play, and they said they changed the rule to the officials were not going to blow the whistle on a case like that unless the guy was completely wrapped up. Did, Did I miss something there? Was that weren't they supposed to let it go when somebody picks it up and runs with it? Yeah, again, I think that's really a, a question for you know the officials to answer. But I'd say fundamentally, you know, yes, that those close plays, uh, you know, they have an opportunity to let those go because if it's a turnover, that's going to be automatically reviewed anyway, and there's always the opportunity to correct it. All right, and in the Nikhil Harry touchdown, and he certainly was in the end zone, we've had this conversation with you before. So they review all the scoring plays. But if you have a play that should have been a scoring play that's not, you don't get it reviewed. But it has seemed to be the custom of most officials to call it a touchdown. Therefore, it gives them the opportunity to sit, review it, and get it right. Were you a little bit taken back that they did not do that? Because there were two officials, they disagreed. One said he was blocked out, and they were kind of – having a conversation as to what they saw they weren't really sure yeah well i, I think that you that you hit the point right there um glenn that's exactly um i think it's my understanding that's exactly what they they want the officials to do for some reason they didn't do that so on a play like that uh i think the standard procedure for the officials is to call it a touchdown and then take a look at it uh the f- crazy thing about that play was it was called a touchdown Right. And then they conferenced and decided not to make it a touchdown. But the fact that they called it a touchdown kind of already put it into a review. Um, and so, you know, unfortunately I didn't have any challenges left, so there's nothing we could do about the play. But, um, you know, I think, you know, from a um, officiated mechanics standpoint, my understanding is that's what they would want to do. But, uh, you know, they didn't do it. Look, officials, coaches, players uh, – Sometimes even sports radio people make no, mistakes. No, when? So when? It's, you know, this one, one example. Go ahead. So, 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 Bill, you brought up the, the challenges. And I know you explained it, I think, in the conference calls. I wonder if you could do it here as well. That first challenge, because they obviously spotted the ball wrong. They were off by a yard. 
But in order for you to win it, it had to be before the first down. Yes. They couldn't just go from the 40 to 39 and say, hey, no. it's still a first down, but you won that challenge. No. Nope. Can't do it that way. No. No, otherwise you'd move the ball six inches and you win a challenge, but yeah. it doesn't really change the play. So uh, I don't. we don't want that as a rule would be – you know, again, challenging six inches or a foot or whatever, that doesn't really make any difference. But if it's short of a first down, that's a whole mm-hmm. different story. So that's really the the line of demarcation there. And I agree with that. I mean, we don't want to be challenged with the balls on the 18 or the 18-and-a-half-yard line on first and 10. Yeah. Now, Keel Harry, so um, only had two snaps, but the one ball that he did catch, he looked really good. Um What's a guy like that need to do? I feel like he's played in four games, almost like a preseason, kind of knocks some of the rust off. What's a guy like that need to do to earn more reps, more playing time? Yeah, well, as, as you know, Christian, it's, uh, games are uh, you know, the game plans of certain personnel groups, and then sometimes that's a function of what the defense is doing and what we're in and so forth. So, um, you know, it's a week-to-week thing. You know, we'll see how it goes this week, but – uh, you know, nobody's. We don't go into the game and say this guy's going to play this many plays. This guy's going to play that many plays. Um, you know, we set it up by personnel groups by plays, and sometimes the uh, wheel spins um, at a little higher frequency for you know one player, one grouping than another. And you know, we're not going to go into game and say, all right, well, you know, this guy plays this many plays, and that you just can't call plays like that. Or I don't think you can run a team like that. So. And we'll see how it goes. Is is he? Are you guys careful to, to not give him too much to digest as far as what he will be expected to to do in a game? Is he just learning one position so he can just master that, or are you guys trying to get him to learn multiple spots? Oh, well, Nikhil has been with us for a long time. He spent a lot of time learning. I don't think that's really the issue as much as it is execution and timing, and you know. Um, being able to do those things, you know, on the field in competitive situations against defenses that, you know, give you a lot of different looks and do different things. So, um, again, he's a smart kid. He can play, and he's played. He's played a lot in preseason uh, or in the spring and then in preseason up until the Detroit game and then since he's come back. So, um, you know, it's it's really just the question of him continuing to work. And as you know, there's a lot of plays in our offense. It's not just, you know, two or three plays or a couple routes or something like that. And so – He's working at all of them. He's getting better at all of them. Okay. I, I don't know. I know at the end of the first half, you guys have had a ton of success here, but something happened in that first half that we don't usually hear at Gillette Stadium. But the fans actually booed at the end of that first half. Did you Did you hear the boos, and what was your reaction to it? Yeah, I answered that last night. We're concentrating on winning here. So you weren't surprised, or you? I, I didn't. I didn't hear you last night. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we got a tape of it. <laughs> I'll go back and check it out. All right, Cincinnati. Coming up, we are on to Cincinnati, as uh, we used to say. Um, we haven't seen an awful lot of them, so what concerns you with them? They've had a rough season. Well, they're they're a very talented team, and um, you know they're a very aggressive team. They, they basically run the the Rams offense. Uh, you know, Coach Taylor, and uh, you know they're an aggressive defense uh, with uh, some of the kind of Philadelphia principles and Giants principles. You know, mixed in there together. So, um, you know, good pass rushing group, um, aggressive team, always good in the kicking game with uh, Darren Simmons. And, um, you know, he's been there for a long time. So they're, they're solid in all three phases. Um, you know, they have some uh, quality, certainly Mixon's a quality back. Uh, they have good depth of tight end, and, and they run the they run the ramp system. So 
that's you know what that is that's a lot of play action yep. a lot of you know mid zone stretch plays uh bootlegs and uh, so forth we see how it seen how explosive that offense can be and there's plenty of examples of that from cincinnati too it's not like well just the rams do it i mean cincinnati's got a lot of a lot of those plays they had plenty of them last week and the last couple of weeks against the jets and against cleveland last week so uh, they can move the ball they can score points and they can pressure you on defense all right coach uh driver of the week um uh, well i mean look it's always um you know good to score off a turnover a block punt so We'll take that one. It was a short one, but uh, it was good to you know play complimentary football and you know, play good defense, force the punt, block the punt, and score two plays later. Yeah, I heard you say that you thought that they uh, you thought that there was a possibility that Kansas City was actually going to fake it on their own. They were going to fake have run a fake punt. Did you say that earlier, or did you see yeah, that? Yeah, no, I think that's what it was. Yeah. What well, what what made you think that? Was it just the, the way that they blocked it? Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. Okay. I think if you look at the play, it's pretty clear okay but you know you got to take advantage of those opportunities and we did and you know butler made a good play and they came free and so all right bill thanks for coming down good luck in cincinnati we'll catch you back here on monday all right sounds good thanks have a good one thanks coach bill belichick right here on omf